Welcome to First State Insights, offering information, perspectives, and analysis for public policy, management, and community and economic development in Delaware. This interview was recorded on March 26, 2020. For the most up-to-date information on small business support in Delaware during the COVID-19 disruption, visit business.delaware.gov slash coronavirus. Hello, my name is Troy Mix. I'm Associate Director of the University of Delaware's Institute for Public Administration. Very glad to have with me today the Director of the State of Delaware's Division of Small Business, Damien Stefano, as a guest to share some information about what Delaware's local governments can do to best support small businesses and their communities through this time of COVID-19 disruption. Damien, thank you for taking the time to be with me today. Uh, how are you and your team holding up? Thanks for having me, Troy. Uh, we're doing okay. Uh, just trying to make sure we're reaching as many small business owners as we can during this time, um, when obviously a lot of them are being impacted by uh, the, the COVID-19 situation and the resulting business closures and uh, general con- dropping consumer demand. Sure, understood. Uh, for those who don't know, Damien, could you tell us a little bit about uh, the role of the Division of Small Business? Sure. Um, so we're actually a fairly a fairly new division, going on about three years old, uh, created by Governor Carney to figure out new ways of servicing our entrepreneurs in, in Delaware, our small locally grown businesses, figuring out new strategies to help them grow. Um, we've been working on a lot of different things uh, up until now, but uh, but I think in the last few weeks, uh, our efforts have been mainly around trying to deploy the resources that we do have in quickly and in new ways to support uh, some of the small businesses most impacted by the efforts to contain the virus. Sure. Yeah. So it's been quite a few weeks. What's the best way right now for folks to contact the division? And can you tell us, are, are all the programs operational, all the staff, or are there particular disruptions we should be aware of? So the best way to contact the office, actually the best way to stay in touch with what we're doing because it is updating daily uh, is to go to our website. We've set up a dedicated webpage for updates related to our coronavirus response, business.delaware.gov slash coronavirus. Um, I know there are a lot of sites out there right now providing updates and it's great. Uh, some from a public health perspective, some from other perspectives. This one is specifically for the economic response. Okay. Um, that's great. So, so that's business.delaware.gov slash coronavirus. That's yep. great. And we're putting up there any federal resources that we're aware of, as well as any, any state resources that we're aware of, and also making sure uh, we're providing resources uh, so people can, can get a, an idea of the, um, the essential and non-essential business list, um, which, was, which was something that was put out on Sunday night. Um, with one of the updates to the state of emergency. Yeah, so that leads to my next question. Uh, you know, I know there has been lots of changes. It's tough to keep up with uh, what's open and what's closed. And I know you've gotten a lot of questions on what's essential, what's non-essential. So that site is the best place to find out whether you're essential or non-essential? Yes. Yeah, uh, we try to keep that list updated as, as much as possible. There, are, there have been changes um, to the list. I mean, one of the things in the order was the right for... Um, for folks to petition. We want to, you know, we know how disruptive it can be to shut down certain sectors. And we wanted to make sure we gave folks the opportunity to petition to be reopened. You know, our overall approach to making that list was wanting to protect the health and safety of our citizens 
while trying to preserve as much of the industries that we could, uh, that we felt both could, could practice safe distancing practices, but also serve a role in our communities that would be detrimental to not have. Gotcha. Um, and so we tried to capture everything. Um, but when you can imagine the number of different industries and, and businesses that are out there, um, we were bound to, uh, to overlook certain ones. Um, so just for an example, uh, we had almost immediately, as soon as we released the list, had petitions from folks uh, because we had completely inadvertently left pet stores off the list. Mm-hmm. Um, and folks buy specialty food at pet stores that's not available at a supermarket that a lot of times a pet may be medically necessary that they get that food. Um, and so we quickly added that to the list and updated the list. So little, little changes like that, as we become aware of, there's other, some, sometimes we're made aware of, of different connections within supply chain, um, both within Delaware and, and nationally that, that exist here, um, that require us to make a modification. Um, but we do keep that list updated as much as possible so that folks can stay on top of, uh, what the status of a particular industry may be. Great. And so Delaware residents, what, what's the recommendations for them to know you know, if their favorite business is open or closed or types of businesses are open or closed. So they can visit our website as well. Um, it's a little bit more confusing. So the spreadsheet is meant for industry folks. So we use something called a four digit NAICS code. The nice thing about an NAICS code is all businesses have it. So they have it easily on hand. They can check it against the sheet to try to, to get some clarity because sometimes the industry descriptions can, you know, it's, it's hard to tell which, which industry description a particular industry may fall under. Um, for a resident, I'd say the best way is to just call your local business, um, find out if they're open. They've been really good about checking their status. Um, and we've also been, been trying to work really hard to make sure we respond to those, those requests from our businesses as quickly as possible, because we know how important it is that at a minimum, we're providing clarity. Sure. Absolutely. So if their favorite business is closed right now, or they've got disruptive service, uh, what, what are the best ways you're recommending that they can kind of still support those local businesses? So there's a couple ways. Um, one, even businesses that have been, uh, forced to close their doors to customers, um, are being permitted to sell online and deliver. So make sure you're staying up with that. Um, even businesses that predominantly do retail, um, you know, where it might be difficult, where they might not have had a website prior to this. Um, our office has been working with those businesses to try to give them strategies for engaging and marketing their products through social media, which, which many of them do have, even if they don't have a website with, uh, with a product catalog on it. So I'd encourage you to reach out and find that out or try to search them on social media because many of them are starting to do that and are offering delivery services. Um, the other way is to, this sounds simple, but to buy a gift card, uh, even if you don't want to make a purchase right now, some people are doing this with restaurants. They don't want to go out to a restaurant right now, even if they are offering takeout, um, but they'll buy a gift card. So that way you're giving them the revenue now. Um, and then when things reopen and a lot of, and their customers are coming back and, and you want to go out to eat as you normally would, um, you can go out and eat, but they need the, the, the difficult thing for them is they, they need the revenue now to, uh, to make sure they, they're able to stay open. That's great. So online, social media, and then thinking about gift cards as possible ways to, to give the revenue now, but, you know, enjoy it later as a customer. Exactly. We're also, um, we're making a list. We have a a list online. Um, Our tourism office has has started a list of all businesses in different industries throughout Delaware that are open. So people can easily, I know many people have been doing this. I think the news journal is doing it as well, which is great. It's great to have more more people doing this and getting it out. Again, highlighting the small businesses. We want to make sure that we're, we're making people aware that 
a lot of the products they can get uh, while they might be able to go on Amazon and get them. Uh, we encourage them to check if there's any local businesses that are selling them as well right. before making that purchase. Sure. So with so many closings and the physical distancing guidance, you know, there's definitely some economic uh, challenges out there. Can, can you tell us about any programs or policies the state's putting in place right now to help? Yeah. So the big one that we put in place and is now up and running is called the Hospitality Emergency Loan Program. Uh, the HELP program is what we're calling it. That is a zero interest loan for small businesses. Uh, originally, it was limited to the, to the hospitality industry, our restaurants, breweries, bars, leisure, leisure industry, hotels for up to $10,000 per month, uh, which would allow them to continue to pay some of the fixed expenses uh, that might cause them to have to close their doors were they not to, to pay those. Uh, something like a lease payment or insurance payment, uh, payment to a vendor or a utility bill. Um, I think the key during this period is helping our businesses to get through and avoiding a, clo- a permanent closure. Because once we do get through this and once we are on the other end of it, I think a lot of the customers are going to come back. Um, it's just about keeping them open through this period. So that's what it aims to do. Um, like I said, it's a zero interest loan, no payments for the first nine months, trying to make sure they, they have the capital they need to, to remain afloat. Gotcha. And so in terms of eligibility and all the detailed criteria, the business.delaware.gov slash coronavirus site is the best place to, to check. Yep, that's correct. We post updates on there. Today, we actually just updated the program. I said we originally, it was for predominantly hospitality industry. Um, that was last week when we launched it was, was for that industry. We actually just expanded it today to include personal care services. So that's uh, okay. your barbers, your uh, nail salons, your cosmetology shops, um, things like that, who, as part of the updated state of emergency, ordered to, to have to close. So being impacted, I think even before that, we're being impacted by, uh, by this situation. And, and so we wanted to extend the program as well to them because so many of those folks are, are small business owners. Um, and are, are really struggling right now. Gotcha. Um, so early on, I, I heard there was an SBA call for impacts of coronavirus and there was a disaster declaration. Is that right? Can you tell me, you know, any of the expected uh, programs that might come out of that and uh, even the stimulus package that seems to be making its way through Congress? Yeah, so there's a great, there's a great program that's already available. Um, that was immediately available after the state of emergency, the, the, the uh, governor's state of emergency, and then, and then the president's state of emergency. And that is um, SBA emergency loans, um, which are loans of up to $2 million against any uh, lost revenue that a business projects uh, as a result of a disaster. Typically, this is a tool the federal government has had for a long time, typically deployed after a hurricane or, or something like that. But in this case, being being deployed in response to uh, the pandemic, we've been monitoring the federal legislation. Uh, some of that is still the details of it are, are still up in the air, but it looks like they're actually launching a pretty significant new program to assist small businesses through through community banks uh, with loans backstopped by the federal government. So I, I don't know many more details than that. Sure. Um, we're going to continue to monitor it. Again, just another reason for folks to go to our website, business.delaware.gov slash coronavirus. Um, because as soon as we learn about that resource, we're, we're going to post, we're going to post information and, and the indications at least initially are that it, it could be a pretty significant program. Gotcha. Uh, and so even if you're not administering those programs, you are a front door they, that people can go and uh, get information from. 
Oh yeah. We're always happy to provide people with information and get them to the right place and help them with any applications and things like that. I think that's, that's a role we're happy to play. That's great. What role do you see uh, local governments, uh, towns and cities and counties in Delaware playing right now to help uh, support small businesses and make residents aware of state status of small businesses right now? Well, I think our, we've been in contact with our towns and they, I think they're doing a, they're doing a great job at trying to one, make their small business owners, you know, we try to get the word out, but to the extent our, our local town folks uh, can help get the word out. A lot of times they know the small businesses very well in their communities. Um, can get the word out about assistance programs. Um, that's incredibly helpful for us and incredibly helpful for the small business. And they've done a great job at getting that out. Um, we're lucky in Delaware to have a group of, of folks in our towns, I think, who are really dedicated to supporting local businesses. And so they've been really willing to, to help. Um, and then also making sure they're, they're communicating with their citizens and, and making sure they're staying informed on the best ways to, to still patronize local small businesses. Great. So it's been a lot of uh, kind of less than upbeat news the last few weeks. You know, you've been in your current role for a few years now. And uh, based on what you've seen over those few years in the past few weeks, what makes you kind of hopeful about small businesses in Delaware? You know, I think the first, almost every single small business owner, I think just about every single small business owner I talked to and have talked to over the last couple of weeks, one of the first things out of their mouth, and these are folks who, you know, they're seeing an unprecedented uh, impact to their business, things that we haven't seen in my lifetime and, and many times theirs as well. Um, and one of the first questions they have for me is, what kind of assistance is available for my employees? Before they even ask what's there for my business, what can I get? Um, they want to know what's available for their employees. And I think to me, that's in- incredibly encouraging just the way our business community, I think, is, the way the state as a whole, I think, cares for one another. Our business owners care for their employees um, and are doing all they can to try to keep them on payroll. Um, I think it, it a lot of times paying them to have to anytime they have to, to let go of staff um, or close doors. Um, but it just makes me, I think, positive for the future that we have a business community like that. And we have um, employees like that who are dedicated to what they do, who like what they do. Uh, It makes me think that when this does end, and it will, um, that we're going to bounce back quickly and I think be stronger as a state. That's great. That's really heartening to hear about the focus on watching out for the employees and making sure they're going to be okay through all this disruption. That's great to hear. Damien, I really want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, I know it's a really busy, stressful time for everybody, and you're right on the front lines, kind of making sure there's support in place for small businesses and their employees in Delaware. You know, I hope you stay safe and healthy and really kind of best wishes to you and your team and family over the next several weeks. All right. Thanks, Troy. Same to you. Thanks a lot, Damien. As a reminder to listeners, this interview was recorded on March 26, 2020. For the most up-to-date information on small business support in Delaware during the COVID-19 disruption, visit business.delaware.gov slash coronavirus. Again, I'm Troy Mix with the Institute for Public Administration at the University of Delaware. Thank you for listening today. I hope you'll join me again soon for more First State Insights.